What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about the movie The Holdovers. Here's a quick synopsis. When his mom and stepfather fail to pick him up for the holidays, Angus Tully is forced to stay at his prep school during the break, being watched by an unlikable teacher, Paul Hunnam. The film stars Paul Giamatti, Dominic Cezza, Divine Joy Randolph, Michael Prost, Brady Hepner, and Naheem Garcia. Standout performances. Paul Giamatti in his film career is thought of mostly as a supporting actor with roles in The Truman Show, Saving Private Ryan, Cinderella Man, The Ides of March, my personal favorite performance of his, 12 Years a Slave, Saving Mr. Banks, and Straight Outta Compton. His biggest leading role prior to The Holdovers was Sideways, which of course was directed by Alexander Payne, who is the director of The Holdovers. And you can tell by watching Sideways and The Holdovers that Alexander Payne more than most understands what Paul Giamatti is really good at, which in my opinion is being a secret comedian comedic weapon. He is secretly hilarious. He's not thought of like that, but I can go all the way back to the movie that I first saw him in, Big Fat Liar, and go, this guy is hilarious. There's something about him that makes him the perfect choice to play a bit of a doofus. In the holdovers, Giamatti plays Paul Hunnam, who is a professor at the school he went to as a student. He's the type of guy who sticks by the rules ruthlessly. I know he starred in a hit TV show, Billions, but at least for his film career, The Holdovers feels like a comeback for Giamatti. Amazing Spider-Man 2 and Jungle Cruise had him playing villains with terrible accents, and don't even get me started on Fred Claus. The Holdovers, to me, is in the top four Paul Giamatti performances, along with Sideways, The Ides of March, and Win Win. I've personally really missed seeing him pop up in movies, so I love the fact that he's in The Holdovers and gives one of the best performances of his career. Divine Joy Randolph has made noise the last few years with supporting roles on the comedy television series High Fidelity with Zoe Kravitz and No Murders in the Building with Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. And the films Dolomite is My Name with Eddie Murphy and The Lost City with Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. She brought that same comedy to the holdovers while also proving she can hold up dramatically as well. What I find really interesting about her acting career so far, she's being asked to play these pivotal scene-stealing roles. Like, I watched High Fidelity, and she's basically playing the Jack Black character from the movie High Fidelity, and of course, there's that big singing scene, and she nails that in the show, and she just always comes up big. I mean, she's been so consistent for so long, I'm glad she's finally getting recognition for her work. And I do find it really interesting that it's Alexander Payne giving her that noteworthy role that's going to make her a big name now because he's done it in the past consistently. He's the one who put Will Forte in Nebraska. Before that, Forte was just known for Saturday Night Live. He's the guy that put Paul Giamatti and Thomas Hayden Church in Sideways. If you're an actor on the brink of stardom, the director you want to work with most should be be Alexander Payne. Joy Randolph will next appear in the films Shadow Force with Omar Sy and Mark Strong and Bride Hard with Anna Camp and Rebel Wilson. This movie The Holdovers really comes down to who plays the role of Angus Tully and thankfully the actor who did Dominic Ceza did a terrific job.
good job and was really funny and held his own with Paul Giamatti. Those two had instant chemistry from the very first scene. You wanted to spend time with him. You were hoping he was the kid who was going to be the lead of the movie when you're watching the film. In the early parts of the film, there are other kids in the movie, and you knew when you saw him that they picked the right one to lead the film. And that's a magical feeling when an unknown becomes like an instant star in your mind. I mean, for my money, it's the best acting debut of the year so far. He went head-to-head with Oscar-nominated actor Paul Giamatti. I mean, you can't do much better than that. He was the right person to lead the film, The Holdovers. Let's talk about the man at the helm of the film, Alexander Payne, who was on one of the hottest film streaks a modern filmmaker has ever been on. And it started with Election, the first movie with a great Reese Witherspoon performance. Then he made About Schmidt and got one of the last notable performances from Jack Nicholson. Next was Sideways with Giamatti and Thomas Hayden Church. And after that, a hiatus, he made The Descendants, with George Clooney and Nebraska with Will Forte and Bruce Dern. He's a two-time winner of the Oscars Best Adapted Screenplay for Sideways and The Descendants and was nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay for Election and has been nominated three times for Best Director for Sideways, The Descendants, and Nebraska. And then he made a passion project in the form of Downsizing, starring Matt Damon, which was mostly hated by critics. I have to say this before I recorded this podcast, I went back and watched many of his movies, including Downsizing, and I do not like Downsizing whatsoever. I think Matt Damon was miscast in that movie, and I listened to an interview where Payne says that he wanted Giamatti to lead the film, and I think that version of Downsizing with Paul Giamatti as the lead would have been a lot better. I'm not saying it would have been a great movie, because that film is a movie that's relying way too heavily on a high concept. His failure with downsizing reminds me of the Coen brothers with the Hudsucker Proxy, a film with such a high concept that not a lot of people understood what they were going for. It's a misunderstood film, and I'll admit, I don't like either film, but I think they're ambitious and they're great filmmakers, but after that film failed, what did the Coen brothers do? They made Fargo one of their most beloved films. What has Alexander Payne done after downsizing? He's made a more straightforward film with The Holdovers, which is quickly becoming one of his most beloved films. This is what happens when high-concept films fail. Directors go back to the drawing board, and that's what Alexander Payne is doing with The Holdovers. And I've heard some critics call out the film's straightforward nature. Yes, there's not a huge plot twist in The Holdovers. It's a movie that's based on the performances. You're either going to like it because of Paul Giamatti, or you're not going to like it. Same with Divine Joy Randolph and Dominic Sessa. Those three performances are the movie. But you could say that about Alexander Payne films. They always come down to the performances. The Descendants is really good because of George Clooney. Election is really good because of Reese Witherspoon and Matthew Broderick. 
I love his movies because they rely heavily on the performances. Thomas Hayden Church and Paul Giamatti in Sideways. That's what people remember, that duo. They remember the acting and they remember the performances. They don't remember high concepts. And that's the failure of downsizing. It was relying way too heavily on a high concept and it miscast the wrong leading actor. Matt Damon should not have been the lead of downsizing. And I think you're going to have this thought after you watch the movie. Why has it taken 20 years for another collaboration between Alexander Payne and Paul Giamatti? Alexander Payne should have a role for Paul Giamatti in every single one of his movies going forward. I want at least five more films with these two working together because like I said earlier, Alexander Payne knows exactly what's special about Paul Giamatti. He's a secret comedic weapon. And he can also play likable and unlikable at the exact same time, which is not a quality you see in most modern actors. The Holdovers is a movie that's been labeled as a crowd pleaser. I 100% agree with that. This movie is exactly giving you what you want as an audience. It's there to be delightful. It's not there to make you question the world. It's not there to ask big questions, but man, is it entertaining. Oscar chances. The Holdovers is going to be a major contender. It will be nominated for Best Picture, and I personally would not be surprised if it won. It's a movie for everyone. Giamatti will get his second Oscar nomination, and I give him a decent chance to win the award. Yes, he'll be going up against the likes of Killian Murphy for Oppenheimer and Bradley Cooper from Maestro, but this is arguably career best work from Paul Giamatti, who I believe is a beloved acting figure and somebody I think most people want to see win awards. Joy Randolph will also be in the mix for Best Supporting Actress, and it's well-deserved, and I do believe Alexander Payne will be nominated for Best Director, which I think will wind up going to Christopher Nolan for Oppenheimer. What's interesting about The Holdovers is I think you could make a real argument that the worst thing that could happen to the movie is it wins all these awards and it becomes a movie that most people look at as not as good as these other films it's going up against. You don't want Holdovers to be the movie that Barbie fans hate or that Oppenheimer fans hate because then you're just remembered as a movie that won way too many awards when you really shouldn't have. You're not really the best movie of the year and I think that's a bad place to be for a film like The Holdovers. My sense is that most movie fans are rooting for Oppenheimer to win Best Picture. They believe, like me, that it's time for the Academy to recognize Christopher Nolan and what he's done with his movies. You could also make that case, though, for Alexander Payne. He's been a guy who's been grinding away these past 25 years, making really good films, working with major movie stars, and getting some of their best performances out of them. As someone who really wants Oppenheimer to win Best Picture, I wouldn't be mad if the award went to The Holdovers. It's a really good movie. I think it's one of the five best movies of the year. I would be more upset if Barbie won Best Picture. I liked Barbie. I don't think that deserves to win Best Picture at the Academy Awards. I do want to talk about this movie's box office for a little bit, because the movie so far has made over eight 
million dollars, which is decent for the kind of movie it is. But let's put this into perspective. Over 20 years ago when Sideways was released, that film made $109 million at the box office. And it's equal quality. I think Sideways and The Holdovers is the same kind of movie. You could argue Paul Giamatti is even more famous now than he was then. This just shows how the shape of movies and the theatrical experience has changed that a movie like The Holdovers can't be a big hit like Sideways was. And I think that's kind of sad because I think The Holdovers is just as good as Sideways and should be talked about just as much as Sideways was. That's what was so special about the box office is that you could have a surprise hit like Sideways. Now you're seeing fewer and fewer of that. And even a movie like The Holdovers that might dominate the Oscars isn't going to be a sleeper hit. Like that's what I loved about the box office was that movies could rise out of nowhere and be hits. And you're not seeing that anymore. And I think The Holdovers is an example of a movie that should be that but isn't. Let's get back to the movie specifically. One thing The Holdovers weirdly reminded me of was the sitcom Frasier. Because the characters in The Holdovers are snobs similar to the characters in the show and that to me makes great comedy. And some people are getting lost in the period piece aspect of the movie. That didn't really affect me in any way. I just thought that The Holdovers it was one of the funniest films of the year and that really only Paul Giamatti could have effectively played the role that he's in in this movie. He has to be the funniest thing on screen while also feeling like a real human being and that's a hard task to do and again I feel like Paul Giamatti is one of the few if not the one who could pull that performance off. It is interesting to me that this is Alexander Payne's second movie where a teacher is the leading character. The first one was Election starring Matthew Broderick and that teacher was very different than the Paul Giamatti character. That teacher wanted to relax. Jim in Election wants the Reese Witherspoon character Tracy Flick to relax and Paul Giamatti's character in The Holdovers is the exact opposite. He would get along with Tracy Flick. I think the main difference between Election and The Holdovers is the satirical nature of Election while The Holdovers to me is a really sincere film that cares about the characters and really saying something about this man and his student. And I don't want to spoil the film in any way, but Paul Giamatti's character, Paul, clearly sees himself in Angus and you can tell by the last part of the film how much he starts to care for this person. I think what's weird about The Holdovers is, and I said this earlier, it is one of the funniest movies of the the year, but it's not just a straight-out comedy, and I think it's one of the funniest movies of the year is because they don't make straight-out comedies anymore. The Will Ferrells of the world aren't making comedies like they used to. Adam Sandler's not making comedies like he's used to, so instead of those comedies that were written and directed by Ben Stiller, you're getting this movie by Alexander Payne, which is making a real case to be the funniest film of the year, and that's a weird place for a movie like this to be because you could really look at it just as a comedy. And it used to be like Alexander Payne movies were only secretly funny, like you had to really examine them to get the humor of them because you had those other comedies that you didn't need his films to seek out laughs. You had Ben Stiller, you had Jim Carrey, but now 
those films are gone, so you're going to his movies. It would be like if the Coen brothers were making The Big Lebowski now. It would have been the funniest movie of the year, and maybe The Big Lebowski was the funniest movie the year it came out, but it was secretly funny. It wasn't well known for being hysterical. It grew and grew over time. Now you watch a movie like The Holdovers and you go, wow, this is funnier than 99.9% of the movies I'm seeing in theaters now because the other movies aren't trying to be funny whatsoever. That's what I'm talking about. The Holdovers is one of the rare films that is really trying to be in your face funny. And if you ask me, it succeeds at that on all levels. Overall, The Holdovers is a reminder that Alexander Payne is one of the best living filmmakers. Downsizing was just a bad film. That's it. He's now back on track. I want him to continue to work with Paul Giamatti. I want to see at least five more films of his starring Paul Giamatti. This duo needs to keep going. It's also a reminder of how good Paul Giamatti can be in films. He's so good. I want to see him go back to being a supporting actor in serious movies. I'm not the biggest fan of Billions. I've only watched one or two episodes. I want him to be in movies like The Holdovers. My wish for this film is that it grows in stature over time. I don't want it to be a movie of the moment. I don't want it to be a movie that wins Best Picture at the Oscars and then five years later we're going, how did that movie win? Because I think the movie deserves more than that. I think it's really high quality. I don't think it's as straightforward as people are saying. I don't think it's easy to make like people are saying. I think it's one of the best films of the year and I think Paul Giamatti is doing something that only Paul Giamatti is capable of doing. And how many films with a young lead have you watched and you gone, that's the kid that ruined the movie? And that's not the case with Dominic Seza. In fact, he's one of the best things about the movie. I think it is the absolute best acting debut of 2023. I would love for him to get nominated for an Oscar. I liked it back when Haley Joel Osmond would get an acting nomination for The Sixth Sense. We need to go back to that. This is one of the best debut performances. It should get recognized as such. As a side note, my only real issue with this film, and it's a funny one, how did we not get Thomas Hayden Church a role in this movie? I wanted the full-on reunion with Alexander Payne and the stars of Sideways. Thomas Hayden Church could have had a role in this film, and I hope he's in the next Alexander Payne movie with Paul Giamatti. I also want to see Alexander Payne work with George Clooney again, who has worked with Paul Giamatti in the Ides of March. I want that trio, George Clooney, Paul Giamatti, and Thomas Hayden Church, to be in the next Alexander Payne film. There is talks, and he's been talking about it, about how there might be a sequel to Election. I would love that. I think Reese Witherspoon hasn't been in a good movie in a long while. The same for Matthew Broderick. Election is a really funny movie. I'm just not sure how the sequel would work. I'm interested in it. I like that movie a lot. I'm just curious on what a sequel for that 
would look like. At this point, I'm just glad that Alexander Payne is back making movies like The Holdovers. And I'll end the podcast on this. As award season approaches, don't let anyone convince you that The Holdovers isn't a major player to win Best Picture because it definitely is. Don't be surprised if it walks away with the trophy. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I highly, highly recommend you check out The Holdovers. Next week on the podcast, I'm talking about Sofia Coppola's Priscilla starring Kaylee Spaney and Jacob Elordi. So tune into that and please rate, review, and subscribe. 